happy Thursday. Yeah, you know what's funny? We always <laughs> have like a con- we always have a conversation before we start this. I know. We should just we should just. And then when we we have like radio voice. Oh my gosh. Do you notice that it's like 100%. and scene? So I've noticed this about myself, obviously in the past several years. But it depends on who I'm talking to generally. And then just like this, like, I'll do the, hey. But that's totally just, I'm almost being funny. Like, hey. When that's not how I talk at all. Like, I'm very masculine and sounding. Um, But I think it's just like anything else. Does the music play before this Mm -hmm. episode? So Mm -hmm. I think we're just like grooving. Grooving to the music. Hey. (laughs) This is Radio Voice. Welcome. It's. 233 January 30th 2020 it's it, you are the time person you know oh. when you had to call the time you it had to call in for yes it. you're right I don't can you still do that is that a thing I think so mm. I don't see why not well today Alex what are we talking about um let's give a little few secrets tidbits, tidbits um and there the I think we should do maybe a personal one and professional ones and, and these this all started an organic conversation totally. to begin with because we were talking about how no matter what secrets you give someone no matter what it's actually not everyone's going to implement them not even close this all started because alex is very creative when it comes to not just marketing i would when i hear the word marketing i think more business you think traditional i think traditional PR, you know, like when I think that the way that you approach marketing is more of a um, deeper level of connection with borrowers, right? So Mm -hmm. I recognize that's part of marketing, but I also recognize that that goes deeper than a lot of way that companies run, Mm -hmm. right? There's marketing with postcards and newsletters Mm -hmm. and all that same shit, different day, you know? But then if you look at larger companies, but if you look at you know what yeah how you're staying connected with your past clients future clients whatever it's doing the things that are not expected the unexpected expect the unexpected what's that big brother that's a big it's a book remember it was rich robin yes so i think alex and i were talking about this because she's brought up some ideas or um just some shared with me some items that she was doing coming up this year on how she's different than you know, and not only how different, but it brings you happiness to do. It does, and it's. I like my marketing to show personality, and sure. I like my marketing to show my personality and how I'm just quirky. Yeah. And well, but it, it because it's you, relatable, right? you're not and doing it something to that me. But it's good. also, uh, it's also the marketing for, the, if you want to call it the brand, mm-hmm. the the team and so what you're cultivating as a brand for yes. a Ross residential yeah I think that's a really big deal I think it's I not just humanized marketing that's all I've done and I think that's the point right yeah because like the rest of us everyone can do social media everyone can do a newsletter womp womp like these all things are all important but they're the inside yeah. the box mm-hmm. again you need them like there are these bullet points that are important in marketing, mm-hmm. especially for creating a brand and especially for constant contact. Yeah. Not a plug for the company, by the way. Mm-hmm. Just in general, I, I mean constant, just mean constant contact. Um, staying, you know, mm-hmm. staying on top of, you know, your brand and 
your what do you call that social presence yes reminding all of that being people said it can turn into white noise you and i have talked about this at length when it comes to social media oh and articles and all these things Even that everyone does yes. today because it's saturated right everyone's doing the same thing yes. so the topic here is what maybe we're just sharing a couple of examples each personally mm-hmm. and professionally of ways that we try to do things that are somewhat unexpected mm-hmm. to our clients vendors referral partners mm-hmm. whatever in order to be unique yeah and not just try to be unique but just really illustrate who we are and not that. unique and the overused term of this is a unique home yeah this is a unique home which is really just a nice way of saying no one's gonna buy it needs a little help yeah <laughs> you, you have certain keywords that when you read them you yes. know like you, unique like, is one of them like won't last <laughs> aka we'll be here forever <laughs> unique is like the smallest of the smallest buyer pool yeah with very specific criteria quirky. yes yeah the same thing so i use unique quirky in a well, personality you- way of of who i am and and exuberant let's just call it that right so what are your tidbits we can start so want. we started um years ago doing a gifting program throughout the loan process yes I won't get into specifics on what those things are just because, you know, some of the stuff has taken a few years to figure out what works for us. So okay. what works for us won't work for everyone. But to tell you from the very beginning, we did things like sending a gift to the borrowers at the time of pre-approval mm-hmm. because not I only remember, yeah. does no one else do that generally, mm-hmm. but it makes the customer feel good because they just went through this really invasive credit pool and W-2s and pay stubs. You kind of want to thank you. Scru- yeah, yeah, it's kind of like, you did a great job. Here's a gift. Mm-hmm. And it was like, you should be, you made it this far. You should be proud of yourself. And they're like, well, and people love it they because do. it humanizes it, right? Like I'm acknowledging that this is a very invasive process, especially for first time buyers, right? Who have never done it before and they truly are scared of what could I think it's come a judgmental. Really Absolutely. Quite, I, yeah. Let you keep going, but I think it's just judgment. We I, all fear judgment. I think you're right. And I think that people forget that this is a professional position that we're in. Mm-hmm. And it's obviously completely confidential, number one. Number two, we're so desensitized to every situation. We've seen the worst. Yeah, but it's like going to the, the doctor. You don't want to tell a doctor something, but you don't you want to feel better. Yeah, but you don't want to tell them everything. But maybe you don't want to tell them everything. Well, maybe you should, Alex. (laughs) You know what I mean? Full disclosure. I'm all about like, hey, I'm feeling weird. And by the way, this, you know, whatever. If you don't give any, it's a perfect analogy, right? If you don't have all the information, how can you help someone? It's the same thing on Fourth. They're not going to judge you. It's the same. No, but but I always say that right up front. I say, I'm going to ask you some really direct personal questions, and it's. The whole reason I'm asking is so that I have the best understanding of your goals as well as unique factors Mm -hmm. to serve you. I feel like if you were single, you'd be really good at speed dating. (laughs) Well, thanks, Alex. Maybe I should try that. Because you're so direct. (laughs) No, truly. No, you're right. Speed dating would be the best thing. That's actually true. Your speed. Do you like dogs and walking on the beach? No, No, next. next. No, it's true. But I find that like you know you. 
I try to be sensitive though. Like I am very direct because that's the nature of my business, but I'm also, I also want to acknowledge the directness, right? I'm not just going to go, uh, what's your security number? You're not blunt about well, it. Yeah, I'm not going to, you explain I'm not going to say, I'm going to pull your credit. What's your social security number? I'm going to say part of the pre-approval process is that I make sure that there's no red flags in your credit report yeah. that would keep you from obtaining a home loan. Yeah. The first step is obtaining a credit report to look at your liabilities in relation to your income and also make sure there's no, nothing derogatory that could affect your terms of financing. Mm -hmm. People go, oh, even that sentence by itself is, is way more yeah. than most, mm -hmm. right? So I'm acknowledging the mm -hmm. fear of... This is going to be maybe a little bit uncomfortable. And a lot of people would say, well, don't bring it up. Don't bring up that it's uncomfortable. Why? Why not? Why, Why would, you, would you not? Because I think if you just acknowledge it up front saying. I think there's this general. It's like getting a shot. This is going to hurt. It is. There's no. There's no. I'm not going to surprise you. Right. Saying afterwards. It's, it's not going to hurt. <laughs> like it's going to hurt. But it's a really good point. And that's obviously my personal and professional opinion is just to acknowledge whatever it is. Yeah. That's not everyone's style. And I, I see that. But I think I want that. In any professional I'm working with, or any, I just want, I, I don't want it straight. Like, I don't need the freaking rainbows and butterflies. Just tell me what it is. Mm -hmm. Is it good for me? Is it bad for me? Mm -hmm. What do I need to do? Got it. I don't want to waste time. No. But that's also my personality. So, without going too far off, off topic. Okay, so that's number one. I think number one would be, in this case, we're talking about providing um, what I would call a fuzzy file. Okay. To a client when they least expect it, in this case. They haven't bought a house yet, right? They're not getting the traditional quote unquote closing gift at this point. They're getting a gift for just taking the first step, which I think is really so important. So for you, it's the first one is acknowledgement. You're acknowledging someone's concerns and fears yeah. and you're gifting or, them with that acknowledgement of congratulations, this or, is hard. Yes, not just acknowledging fear because maybe they haven't said they're scared. <clears throat> maybe they haven't said they're fearful. I'm opening up the floor that if they feel that way, it's okay. Okay. See what I'm saying? So you're humanizing it. Because some people are going to be like, oh, this is fine. No worries. I'm like, great. No problem. Cool. But I want to acknowledge that it's possible to okay. feel that way. So yeah. that's one. And then that's you one. gift them with it. Yeah. Um, a fuzzy file or a gift, meaning something that, based on my conversations with them, something that I know about them personally, whether it be their favorite sports team yes. or whatever. It could be anything. But you're listening. That's but, the key. But I think so that's, that's where it's different. I think that's why this is different. I feel like that's what your number two is, is that you yes. actually listen. You're, well, and I'm actually asking questions not just what, what your social security number mm -hmm. is, but I want to know who the person is. Again, mm -hmm. the more I know, the better I can serve. So, See, I told you to be good at speed dating. Thank you. I, I mean, I'll take it up in my, next, in my, second, act, my second act if I need to. Um, <laughs> I feel bad for all the I think all you the should daters. do speed lending. Speed lending. Perfect. I'll line up every free approval. <laughs> no. Um, everyone deserves the attention and, and time. <laughs> um, so fuzzy file. So it's something of value, whether it be, Hey, I saw this and thought about you. Wanted to share it. it or sending them a gift in some capacity. Mm -hmm. Like if I know they're going on vacation, I don't know. Got it. The rest of your restaurant is like whatever it is. Those are two really simple, mm -hmm. really easy to execute. Make a big difference. And I find that, again, humanizing and acknowledging any positive step that someone has taken really goes far it does. with how, it means, they, how you make them feel. Think about it. If you put yourself in them shoes. Oh, yeah. This person who I've never met, or maybe I have met first time, 
actually took the time to listen to me, remembered things I said, and makes me feel like my voice is validated, my concerns are valid, like, heard. I feel like the last couple of times we've done an episode, we've talked, I've, I've mentioned a quote, and this is the same thing. Everyone's heard this quote. Let's not say it's who not, it is, because afterwards not, <laughs> we're so point. wrong. Well, it was from the movie, but it was not <laughs> no. who said it originally. Tune tune back to the last episode for that that faux pas. Um, people don't remember. What is it? People oh, don't Lord. remember. Should we Google it? You know what I'm talking about. People don't remember what you said. They remembered how you made them feel. Something to that effect. That makes sense. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I think that's very true. Okay, so that's your 1 slash 1A, mm-hmm. I would call it. Yeah. Do you have another one? Um, so, maybe personally? Mm-hmm. Just any tidbit, anything for I anyone. Mean, so how those you're are, different. Those are both professional, right? So, personally, um, I mean, in any relationship that you have, in this case, my spouse, mm-hmm. we'll say, um, we were talking about, you know, gifting things for Valentine's Day, which is coming up. And I know there are certain things that are more important to him than others. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting because I'm finding that it's very parallel to what I would do professionally, which is just it can make an acknowledgement of something that's aware. Everyone's aware of the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it be just taking the time to say... Hey, I really appreciate what you did with X, Y, and Z, or mm-hmm. saying to mm-hmm. someone, "What can I do today? What can I do today to help you?" Mm-hmm. Small. It's but literally big really. It's literally free to say. But even if that person, whether it be a friend or a parent or a sibling or a spouse, if you're showing up for them mm-hmm. by just even saying that, by acknowledging that. Yeah. There could be something that you need, and if you need it, please tell me what it is. It's huge! It is the biggest impact you can make. Yeah. So, I would say that's just a... It reminds someone you're thinking of them. Well, yeah, and you're also just checking in. What can I do today to support you? What can I do today to help you? Is there something I can do right now to Mm -hmm. help you? And it's hard to... My husband says this to me all the time, what can I get for you? And I'm always like... sometimes it becomes like... I don't want to be a... I'm yeah, like maybe some water. I mean, it's easier for me. It's easier for me these days. Yeah, because for those of you who are listening, I'm pregnant, um, so I can just lay there, and I'll be like, "What can I need?" I'll be like, at the same mm-hmm. time, you don't want to take advantage of it. And I then don't want to take advantage. Like... I'm like, but maybe some water with like three ice cubes. Very specific. Just kidding. <laughs> um, I don't know. Just being able to say, "What is it that I can do for you?" Even if that person does never takes you up on it, if you say it. Mm-hmm. I think it's a theme of how that person makes you feel. I agree. So those would be my little tidbits. But that's your personality. Right. Everyone's a little bit different. You remember. You pick up on what people tell you. And I think that's what makes I you so like unique. A, it's like so... mirroring of what I would want. Mm-hmm. Right? What is that? Love language we talk about? I guess. But I think it's just how you, you should treat others how you would want to be treated. There you go. The, the golden rule. Simple the golden rule. Rule out there. How would I feel if I was going through this process how would I feel if I'm married to myself how would I yeah yeah yes and that can span any just like you said can span any relationship or any business how would I feel if I were the one going through this and acknowledging any discomfort acknowledging any 
success or but that's a huge step yeah. to actually say those words yeah. for someone yeah because everything a lot of people are self-centered I know it's harsh but it's and I true. think people are closed off to the idea that yes. someone really wants and they to don't want to hear criticism or they're afraid it will turn into criticism right right that's true so, so I think those are all positive things we can put out there Negative or positive, I think it's still helpful. I think you need to know what your innate, like, it, I think you need to know what the negatives are, even. Yeah. To move forward into a positive. For sure. Well, thanks, Alex. There thanks you for work. listening. You're welcome. On the next episode of Therapy with Alex and Aaron, <laughs> we'll be talking about your chakra and how we can bring Ooh. positive vibes. <laughs> we'll get one of those um, sound baths. <laughs> oh, perfect. <laughs> I don't think this office would No, like the acoustics that. would not be good in here. It's um, your turn. Okay. So professional little tidbit. Professional. Um, I would say somewhat on your, tid, on your professional tidbit. I am similar to you in that I remember details, but odd details. I'll hear something that someone says or someone does, Mm -hmm. and they are shocked that I remember. Yeah. Or they didn't even know they said it. It was, like, subconscious. Yes. But it's not... It's always the oddest details. And you're like, yes, finally, they said something And I think that comes with my personality, though. You're like, you're on it. You're waiting for it. I am so on it. I'll remember something. Like, I, I know I get crap on Chong, but he forgets half the time. He always says, how do you remember? How do you know that? How do you know that about me? I'm like, because I just remember details. Yeah. yeah. I can't tell you, like, I can't repeat you a number. It's not my, it's not my thing. Right. If you tell me a phone number, I'm going to have a very hard time remembering it. Sure. So, to, to segue into yours or to branch off yours, it's, for me, it's details, and I always think, how can I be different, but in a way that shows my personality? Yeah. And also... On brand, authentic. Yes. But also in a way that stands out. So what I do is I, I get inspiration from, from anything. And my, some, lot, some of my recent inspirations have been, this is funny, but MGM sends these really nice mm-hmm. cards. And they're velvet touch. Mm-hmm. And they're cool. And, and then my mind just goes from there. I'm like... The impact of me getting so excited to open this, no, I don't want to do a blackjack tournament, no, I don't want to do a baccarat tournament, but I just, I have to see everything in here because it's so cool, the presentation of it. Yeah. Made me feel... You value that. It made me feel like I'm a VIP. Mm -hmm. I'm like, how can I do that to my clients? Yes, how can I create that same feeling for them? So that is my tidbit, is find your ways to make your clients feel like a VIP. Mm Mm-hmm. And find a way that's authentic. And it can be something very simple. It can be simple, but you have to be authentic with it. It can't be, you can't repeat what I'm, not everyone can repeat what I'm doing. For the Valentine's Day cards I told you, they're velvet suede. Mm-hmm. Not everyone's, you can't repeat that. Right. That's, that may not be your personality. I love Valentine's Day. And, and you also and love like, suede. I do. <laughs> but I love Valentine's Day on a whole nother disgusting level. Yeah. Well, it's your, and, but it just shows through. Yeah. So if you love Cinco de Mayo, sure. Then, for example, I was on the phone with Sarah. She goes, "Let's do every fun holiday." I said, "Okay, cool. Let's do St. Patrick's Day. Let's do velvet ones." I said, "You know what, Cinco de Mayo, 
let's do scratch and sniff margarita glass cards. Oh my God. She goes, how in the hell are we going to do that? I go, I don't know, spill a bunch of margarita mix all over the stickers and put them on there, call it a day. Oh my gosh. But it's this unexpected, yeah. and I'm telling you this because not everyone's going to do this. This right. is fine. Right. I'm okay with telling them. Yeah. But it's unexpected. But Who in the right. hell gets it's a scratch finding... and sniff? Who even knows that they even exist? Like, you'd have to create it yourself. And, and that's, that's the point. That's the point. It comes from your quirky mind that you're like, this is, would be cool. It's like I my metal business cards every single time they make a huge impact yeah and so different that is my tidbit i just you I have to it. find cool things that show you and they don't have to be expensive they don't and i think yours that's a, is free i think that's a Do common you misconception that? yours yeah. is a free thing well, isn't that an interesting message just in general about how to make an impact there are so many ways to make impacts around, like every single day at the person who's checking you out at the grocery store or yeah. You know, the person who holds, holds the door for I you. always it's tell everyone when they do these things, I say, thank you, I appreciate it. Thank you, I appreciate yeah. you. Yeah. And I picked it up from Josh years ago, and I and I heard him say it, and I was like, God, okay, that made me feel really good. And yeah. now I use it. And just using that, I appreciate you. Huge difference. People are like, oh, oh. Or, you know, when it comes to, like, this is a little off topic, but the idea of, like, etiquette with holding doors or... That's um, a huge one for me. For example, we're walking into, who's it there, Target? No, it was not Target. It was someplace that didn't have automatic doors. Maybe it was me. It was somewhere. a department store somewhere Peyton and I were walking into. And this little old lady was all coming out. And you know how they have the storm doors? Yes. So there's doors. They're heavy. And then, yes, they are. And then there's the, the breezeway area or, you know, whatever you call it. Yeah. On the outside. And I kind of pepped up my step a little bit because I saw her. Kevin have a hard time with the doors inside. Yes. So I oops, you know, swung open that door and then swung open the other door and like held the other door open. Mm-hmm. And she was like, Oh my gosh, sweetie, thank you so much. Like I really appreciate a walker, like and Peyton was like, Why did you do that? You know, and she's four. This she's a perfect example, perfect example to teach. She said, did you know her? And I said, No, I didn't, but she First of all, you respect your elders, and if you see someone who could possibly use a hand and you have a hand to lend, then you should do it. And my way of doing that was holding that door for her. Mm-hmm. It didn't cost me anything. It didn't wasn't a huge deal. Mm-hmm. You were safe. You but know, it helped. But it helped her, and it made her happy. She was like, oh. So, you know, as a parent, it's crazy that somehow I learned these things. I don't recall the lesson, right, being taught to me. Yes. But I do recall... That it makes me feel good when I make someone else feel good. And you're instilling that in her. Exactly. So, but the point is that some people aren't raised that way. Some people aren't. No, but I think some people you still don't, can learn that. Though. You can, absolutely. I don't think 100%. raised or not, you still learn how so, you want. Does it make you feel good? And if, if that makes you feel good, then why wouldn't you do it for others? So I think that's also the other point of this. If we can do it and you're just even rubbing off just a little bit on everyone around you, then it's worth it. I'm not saying go buy everyone coffee. Right. We're saying maybe hold the door here and there. Exactly. Find something unexpected to do. Mm-hmm. Um, my personal one is one that is funny. Josh and I talked about it this week. So at the conference last year, I was listening to the speaker and he said the one thing that made a huge difference in his relationship with his wife is they instilled a date night. Okay. And so a year ago we made a deal that, you know, hey, let's try it. And so it's been over a year and every, every week we have a date night. We awesome. always Every week, that's awesome. Because what happens is if you go somewhere, we always run into 
whomever. Sure. And then that date night doesn't turn into date night. I That's see. what happened to us. Every time we go somewhere, we oh, run into someone, I and see. it was and it like turned into something. Else. And it was like we never could converse because it turned into that person Social wanting to hour. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it just became an issue and so good problem now we try to find places that most people won't go to or we go to dc maybe wherever it may be and last week we didn't do it because i think we stayed home or something we were both tired so i said okay i want to do we got to do it this week we can't skip it well he was talking to someone who's having a rough patch in their marriage and he told this person, yeah, Alex and I go on dates. And they said, what do you mean? What do you mean you go on dates? He goes, every week we go on a date night. And it's made this huge impact. And it was mind-blowing for this person to hear it. Really? Yeah. Mind-blowing. Said, what a simple thing. Huh. What a simple idea that makes a huge difference. Because for me, when I say I'm going to have my date night is tomorrow, it's always a different day, but mine's tomorrow. It gives me something to look forward to yeah. because then I know it's not a work thing. It's uh, I'm going to get dressed up. Even if I don't get dressed up. Uh, it's, it's quality time together, well, and I look forward to it every week. You're investing time in something that has a return on the investment, right? It's yes. A, it's, a, it's an investment in your marriage. In and I want to be on, like, we are, we work together. We're not always together all day, right. but we work together. So yeah. majority of our conversations are work-related. Yeah. So when I can actually honest. take it and put us into a new experience, a new restaurant, a new whatever, maybe movie. Keep things, keep things exciting. Yeah. And that's my tidbit. That's my I think that's a tidbit. really good one. Keep dating. Keep right? dating. Even though. Keep dating even your married, significant other. Yeah. Keep pursuing. Keep looking for ways to impress them. You just have like, hey, what, to. What are you dating? I completely agree. I mean, it, it does get. It's so small, though. It is. It doesn't have it, to be. It, that's why it's one of those things that falls off so easily. Yes. Because you have to make it a priority, just like anything else, yeah. whether it be holding the door or asking someone if you can do something for them. It, it might be an easy thing to do, but it's easy to not do, too, because it's so little. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think that's I a always great, think that's the a little message. things make the biggest impact. Well, I think I think it's true. I think the best things are free, really. And I think that's where you and I vibe so well because mm-hmm. we have we we like the small little. Yeah, it's the feeling. It's, it's the feeling. Good. Yeah, this is beautiful, Alex. I know. I feel like we should do a little gong bath next time. <laughs> we could should we? Should, um, I'll talk about meditation next time. Okay. Meditation and mindfulness. That'd be good. I would like that. This morning, it's beautiful. There you go. Center myself. You were like my Owen Wilson in every funny movie. Like, <laughs> what is it? Meet the Fockers. Yes. Owen Wilson. I gotta wear a white shirt unbuttoned halfway down. Oh, you know who that is? It's Josh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so uh, oh. those are those are our tidbits, and yeah. I think it's cool to open up a little more. And if you yeah. have a tidbit, I think maybe we could do a quick video after this or something just social media mm-hmm. here what are your little tidbits yeah let's do it what makes you different what makes you different what can you do to make someone such an old question that people always ask like why are you different and it's such an odd generic question to ask it like is. to answer mm-hmm. but if you can find that but if you can find a couple of sentence response that's authentic yeah I mean, you're you're gold. Yeah, I agree. It's not about price. It's about experience. Mm -hmm. 
but I'll, I'll... in my head yeah that was going <laughs> somewhere else <laughs> so <laughs> that's why people get paid good money that's right all right all right guys till next time see you bye